Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's time to wake up. <laughs> it's five, and we're live. Oh, is this thing on? I don't care. I want him to hear. This is the pregame show. Your early morning shot of sports on 95.7. The game. Come on! Oh, yes. Welcome in. This is the pregame show with Joe Spadoni. And you made it, everyone. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you made it. It is Friday. The first Friday in December. This is the weekend, you know, you start getting all that Christmas stuff settled. If you celebrate Hanukkah, maybe you start doing the gift shopping, start hitting the stores, getting the Christmas tree, getting your wreaths, all that fun stuff. Or maybe you like to wait a couple more weeks. You got time. Eh, Not too much time, though, right? Shout out Amazon Prime. (laughs) Shout out Thursday Night Football, which is last night. Week 13 officially starting. As the Bills defeat the Patriots 24-10, to they improved to 9-3, and currently hold a half-game lead in the AFC East. Dolphins, they still have a game to play, obviously, on Sunday, and they hold the tiebreaker over their division rivals. Patriots are a mess. That's what I got from last night. Mac Jones yelling at his coaching staff, yelling at his teammates, look in the mirror, Mac, look in the mirror. You're not very good. You're not very good. And this is going to be a division in which you are going to struggle mightily in if you can't take some responsibility. Right? And we've been seeing this with a lot of young players, in particular young quarterbacks, this season. Look at Kyler Murray. Look at Zach Wilson. Just not being accountable. And you've seen it with some veteran players, too. Guy in Green Bay, for example. Sometimes you need to look into the mirror and accept some responsibility that you are the problem and that maybe you had a bad game. So, week 13 officially starting here. And we got a lot to get to on the pregame show. We got Warriors, Bulls tonight at Chase Center. All that coverage here. On 95.7 The Game, starting with Warriors Live with John Dickinson. That's going to be at 6 o'clock before tossing it over to the great Timothy Roy. Some call him Tim. And he will be on the call as the Warriors look to bounce back after a last-minute loss to the Dallas Mavericks a couple nights ago. Got to get that taste out of your mouth. And the Bulls, they're having a down year. They're 9-12. and they're looking like they may shake things up towards the trade deadline. So we got a lot to get to. Niners Dolphins, Levi Stadium, McDaniel, V. Shanahan. We have Aaron Judge Watch. Where is he going to go? Man, it's a fun time in the Bay Area right now. Kind of a nervous time. A little nervous. And I know I've been I've been saying this to a lot of you Giants fans, like, I hope. I just hope you're not setting yourselves up for disappointment because we've seen this time in and time out when it comes to marquee free agents. Just haven't been able to get the job done since Barry Bonds. Now, you can talk about trades and all that. That's fine. But you make your bones in this league being able to sign the big boys, right? The Verlanders. The DeGroms, the Harpers, the Trouts, all those guys. 
If you can woo players like that to your organization, it gives you more credibility. It signals to other players that, hey, hey, Judge is going there? Maybe something's going to happen. Let me talk to these guys. Hey, Farhan, what's what's your guys' plan? It's a trickle-down effect. And even if they just get Judge, let's say, let's say, hey, you sign Aaron Judge to an eight-year, whatever it is, 350, 375, whatever you want to call it. Beat the Yankees' offer. Okay. Now what? Well, if they just get Aaron Judge and they don't sign a Carlos Correa or a Dansby Swanson after that or a Verlander or a DeGrom, you know what? I'm okay. Because they got the biggest fish to offer this offseason. Both literally and figuratively. The man's large. He's the biggest position player in the league. And he had the highest home run total. He was the MVP, although it should have been Otani. He's the guy right now. He is the face of the league. So anytime you can bring the face of a league to your, to your squad, to your city, a city in which you already have a Stephen Curry, right, who is the face of the NBA. Now, you might argue there could be couple guys in the NBA, LeBron or Giannis or something like that. Steph just won the championship. He's the face currently. He's the guy. He's playing an MVP caliber. And juxtapose that with the 49ers. They got one of the... There's not one face in the NFL. Usually it's a couple players. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, yes. You just basically look to the guys who have the most commercials every Sunday. You got your Mahomes, your Kittles... Used to be Rogers. Glad I don't see that guy's face anymore on the State Farm commercials. But there's stars here in the Bay. And the Giants need to compete with that. Star power is important. Not only to get butts in the seats, but it's just important for your image to other squads around the league. And the Giants, this is a top market. This is a top market in San Francisco. And for them not to be able to lure free agents, it's concerning. I love this place. I love this Bay Area. Because when you're pitching to Aaron Judge, you're not pitching just San Francisco. You're pitching all around. Hell, you're pitching his hometown, Linden, California, which is an hour away. You're pitching everything. So let me know at 888-957-9570. That's 888-957-9570. Xfinity Mobile text line. What's it going to take, Giants fans, to get Aaron Judge? Because here's what John Morosi of MLB Network had to say about Judge's decision and who it might come down to heading into the winter meetings. The Giants are a very realistic possibility. Uh, This is not a... Yankees at 70% likelihood and the Giants at 30. I think that we are very close to 50-50, where if the Giants really step up and get that AAV up closer to $40 million a year, there's a legitimate chance that Aaron Judge becomes a San Francisco Giant. 50-50, I'll take those odds right now. I'll take those odds. And right now, the Giants are the odds-on favorite to land him, according to Vegas. So let me know at 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570, Xfinity Mobile text line. You can hit me up on Twitter, at Spadoni underscore Joe. What's it going to take to bring Aaron Judge here? Or is it all on him right now? Is it all on Judge? I think he's gotten both of the offers. Maybe there's still some counter-offering to go heading towards his winter meetings, but it does sound like it's wrapping up within the next week. So what's that What's that pitch? What's that final, you know, hurdle, if you will, that could be preventing Judge from coming here or returning to the Yankees? It's usually just that one thing. Hashtag, what's your one thing? Because Yankees are American sports. Don't get it twisted. When people think of America, 
Yeah, you think of American football. You think of baseball. It's very unique. It's America's pastime. That's our sport. It's ours. Right? And there's no bigger brand within the United States than the New York freaking Yankees. Those pinstripes, that hat, that city, those players, it's everything. Most kids want to grow up to play on the Yankees. I did. Little League. You want to be on that Yankees? Do you want to wear those Yankees jerseys, right? Ugh. I always got the worst jerseys in Little League, by the way. It's wearing like the Orioles, but not the cool Orioles like today. It was like the old bird hat from like the 80s. It's just so boring. Yeah, All the other kids got like to be on the A's or the Giants or the Yankees or the Cardinals, Dodgers. Orioles, really? I couldn't have been on like the Devil Rays back then, back in the early 2000s. Those were sick. And then I was on like the early 2000 Astros unis too. The Craig Biggio ones with that like maroon and gold and ugh. It was gross. Never got to be on the cool team. But now I'm talking about sports because I couldn't play them. So there you go. 888 888-957-957-0, 888-957-957-0 if you want to get involved. We're on Judge Watch here on 95.7 The Game. And by the way, it's the holiday season, and the merch shop is now open. Just go to 957thegameshop.com. That's 957thegameshop.com. Looking at the stuff right now, the morning roast shirts. Got Steiny and Goo, Willard Dibbs, Damon and Ratto. We got it all. And what better thing to have than a Ray Ratto quote on a sweatshirt? For Christmas time. I'm looking to get just his face on a sweatshirt. Can we do that? I'm going to send in some ideals to Nahigian. Look, look, look. I need Ray's face with that beard and maybe in a Santa hat. Can we do that for the holiday season? Oh, that'd be tremendous. Absolute tremendous. 925 Xfinity Mobile text line as we're on Judge Watch here. On the pregame show, Joe Spadoni. 925 Xfinity Mobile text line. I hate to say it, but American baseball is played by foreign players. It doesn't belong to us anymore. It belongs to everyone. I mean, that's the beauty about American baseball. I'm saying the sport itself is uniquely American because it originated here. And that's what a lot of people associate with American sports is baseball. And we're seeing it now in the World Cup. Uh, now that it's going on, shout out. U.S. Men's National Team taking on Netherlands tomorrow, 7 a.m. Pacific time. Let's lock in for that, everyone. Need everyone to be locked into that tomorrow. Don't want to look ahead to that, but could potentially be playing Lionel Messi in Argentina next Friday, which would be juicy. But I digress. Most European countries, South America, they don't associate us with soccer, correct? When I say us, I'm meaning America. I was born here. I'm a United States citizen. I can say us. They associate baseball, right? The Yankees. And maybe American football. Cowboys, Patriots, 49ers. But it is uniquely American, this sport, in its origin. And yes, it's grown, which is awesome. Shout out to World Baseball Classic next year. Logan Webb, Giants starting pitcher, their ace. He just announced that he's going to join the team. Hell yeah, let's go, Logan. Logan Webb, by the way, huge Kings fan. They're getting after it. They're lighting that beam up night after night. It'd be great to have a Warriors-Kings rivalry. Finally means something, right? By the way, Warriors take on the Bulls tonight. At Chase Center, 6 o'clock Pacific time. If you want to tap into Warriors Live with John Dickinson before tossing it over to Tim Roy, who's got the call. And we got all that coverage here on 95.7 The Game. But we're talking Aaron Judge right now. And we're trying to figure out what that hurdle is. What's that final hurdle for Aaron in order for him to become a San Francisco Giant? Because leaving the Yankees and that team, which is associated with America, as I've been saying... It's tough. 
And yeah, you can look at the fans like, why does he want to play that? They boo. I was like, that's the East Coast thing. Like, it's just, that's what happens. Phillies, you saw that. Who was it? Alec Bohm, boom. The Phillies player who was at the very, like, first or second game of the season says, I hate playing here. And then at the end, after they fell short, I'm sure he loved playing there with the boos and all. They came up just short in the World Series. But you know what? I'm sure he wouldn't give that season away for anything. So fans are going to boo. And yeah, maybe the Giants fans won't. Whatever. I don't begrudge a Yankees fan for booing their players, even though they had a historic season. It's within their right. They pay the tickets. They buy the merch. They invest their time. I get it. Fandom's a weird thing. It's a very weird thing. From the 408 Xfinity Mobile text line, I've been trying to call Aaron, but no one's answering. (laughs) I like that. Keep trying, 408. Keep trying. Let's lure this guy here. But it's very difficult to leave that team in those pinstripes. It just doesn't happen. Yeah, you have your Robinson Cano, who left to Seattle. Ian is faded there. Seattle finally making its first playoff appearance in over 20 years, which was the longest playoff drought in North American sports history. Professional, top three. I'm not going to hockey, I don't know. But it's very, very rare when you see someone leave the pinstripes who is who came up with that organization. Derek Jeter, lifer, right? You just start naming off some of the great players of all time. Mickey Mantle, right? Lou Gehrig, well, he had to leave for other reasons. But just some of the great names of all time. Mariano Rivera. More recently, Brett Gardner, if you want to say Brett Gardner. He was a lifer. So it's very, very, very hard, I'm sure, for Judge to be weighing that. And the Giants are a brand. They are absolutely a brand. Willie Mays, Barry Bonds, McCovey, RIP, by the way, to Gaylord Perry, who passed away yesterday. Hall of Fame pitcher with the Giants, Padres, many other teams. He's getting up there. So we wish him and his his family, they are in our thoughts. Gaylord Perry, rest in peace. But this team has absolute legacy. Going back to New York City, coming over here. We all know the history, the success of the last decade. Aaron grew up in Linden, California, grew up a fan watching Buster Posey. He's got a poster of him in his office. That's his team. And that means something. Being able to tug on the heartstrings. Hell, you just saw Devontae Adams go to a team that left where he's from, but he's he's like, yeah, I grew up a Raiders fan. I'm going to I don't care if it's in Vegas. That's my team. The brand means something to these guys. If you can have that connection to home, use it. Keep using it. Matt Vaskurgeon, you know Matty V. He's been on LMB Network. He's been on ESPN. Angels, play by television, play by play. Here's what he had to talk about on the pressure for Aaron Judge if he decides to go to the San Francisco Giants. If you take this deal in New York City, you better win. But uh, and here's here's my response. Right? He was born a Yankee. So the burden of expectation isn't as great and the case in point here is Giancarlo Stanton. Giancarlo Stanton does not get the same largesse and same consideration from Yankee fans as Aaron Judge does. If both are going bad, the guy they're going to jump on more is Stanton because he wasn't born a Yankee. So you buy, when you stay with your brand, you buy a little bit more consideration. I would also say this, and I don't know how we got so long on Judge because we didn't want to talk to you on something else. But I would say this, guys don't think about, look, after your playing career is done, You're done. You've made a ton of money, and it's going to come from whomever, the Yankees, the Giants, the Pirates, whatever. After you're done, how do you want to look at your own career? Do you want to be that guy that spent 13, 14, 15 years with the New York Yankees and have your name and number in Monument Park 
and go away a legend? Or do you want to be a really good rich player that spent some time with a bunch of teams? It's the Yankees. It's not like you're staying a lifetime bad news bear. There's value there. <laughs> no, and I, I'm with you. I get, I get that money talks, but the player had. Look at yourself in 20 years and think of who you want to be at that point because you're going to be rich either way. It's an interesting point from Matt Viscurgeon. And I'm sure a lot of Giants fans heard that and it's like, well, why would he want to stay a Yankee? He's from the West Coast. His team booed him. He can't get over the hump over there. They keep falling to the Astros in the ALCS, seemingly. They haven't won a title in over 13 years. Their squad, let's face it, they're kind of chokers. Garrett Cole got all that money. Hasn't been a Cy Young yet with the Yankees. Right? Like, who's that? Stanton? It's been a disappointment. So I get. I get it. Why Why Judge would want to leave. But to Viscursion's point, and what I was saying earlier, the Yankees are a massive, massive brand. And he has come up there. He has been the face there. He just had one of the greatest seasons, if not the greatest season in Yankees history. Just individually. Breaking Roger Maris' home run record. And to leave that on that high note, it's not easy. It's not. 408, Xfinity Mobile Text Line. And if you want to get involved, the number is 888 We're on Aaron Judge Watch here on the pregame show with Joe Spadoni. Why is, what's, what's that final hurdle, Giants fans? What's that final hurdle for Aaron Judge to sign with the Giants? And what's it going to take to bring him here? I'm on the 408. Need more stars on the team for him to come and play. We need a big three. That's also a selling point. Absolutely, 408. If I am Aaron Judge, I want to win a trophy. Not just an MVP trophy. I want to win the World Series trophy. The whole thing. Yeah, it's nice to win a division and, you know, oh, we we're a plucky 100-plus win team, but, ah. You know, just couldn't get out of that first round. No! Say what you will about the Yankees, but there is a pressure to win every single year. And who was it? Was it was it Billy Jean King who said pressure is a privilege? And he wants to come here and win. He doesn't want to come here and just, you know, just battle over 500 and, oh, maybe we made it. No! He wants to win. And he wants assurances from the front office that they're going to put him in a position to win. And I saw MLB Network tweet out a picture last night, and they were saying, all rise for, this is what it said, quote, all rise for potentially some serious power in the Bay. And they put the little eye emoji, like, oh, wow. And this would be the lineup. Lamont Wade Jr., Aaron Judge, Jock Peterson, J.D. Davis, Mike Yastrzemski, Wilmer Flores, Brandon Crawford, Tyro Estrada, Joey Bart. It's not winning the division. I'm sorry. You're not winning a division with that lineup. Get me a Correa, and maybe we could talk. Get me both of those guys, and maybe we could talk. Add in a Brandon Nemo, Nemo, Finding Nemo. I don't even know how to pronounce it. Someone tell me. Xfinity Mobile text line. I read it both ways. Nemo, Nemo, potato, potato. Get three. Get me a pitcher. Verlander? Why not? Just had the greatest season of his life at 40 years old. Might be a little suspicious, but hey. Get me more talent around this guy. And yes, maybe you're saying Spadoni, you're contradicting yourself. At the start, you said, just get me Aaron Judge and everything would be fine. Yes. If you do land Aaron Judge, in the long haul, I do think it is more positive. Even if you don't get anyone else. Because that signals to the rest of the league and to the players that you can land marquee free agents and the biggest fish in the sea want to come and be here. In the Bay. 
where we do have the best seafood, I'll put Northern California seafood up against any other place. <laughs> we got our Stephen Curry. He's the lobster. We got George Kittle. He's the tuna. Draymond Green. He's the... Uh, what kind of fish punches other fishes? I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Let's relax. It's just a joke. 925. It's Fidini Mobile Text Line. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Sign up is laughable. <laughs> I'm sorry. It, it kind of is. When I was looking at the reactions on Twitter, it was, wow, this has some serious power lineup. I can't take you seriously when you when you start saying, and these guys are fine in platoon. Listen, they were they had great seasons two years ago. Lamont Wade Jr., right? J.D. Davis, Tyro Estrada, Brandon Crawford. He's getting up there. Yaz, Mikey Stremski. If they're going to be your everyday players, I, I stop, stop. You know who you're going up against. You know who you're going up against? I'm going to pull up the team that just won the World Series lineup. The Houston Astros. You know who they had in the World Series? It was it was unreal who they had. Bregman. Right? Altuve Pena, who's a rookie, he's a stud. Jordan Alvarez. Alex Bregman, Kyle Tucker. Vasquez, a catcher. Mancini, who was struggling throughout, but had big plays when it mattered. McCormick, Maldonado. Now they just added Jose Abreu. Just added Jose Abreu. And I didn't even mention Guriel. Like, they just produce time and time again. They have an elite farm system. And this, this same conversation in comparison can go to the Dodgers. Yes, they've come up more short than the Astros, but they're a similar juggernaut. They have the resources in the farm system. They have the money. They're going to go after the big fish every single time. They already offered Aaron Judge a contract, to which I'm sure he turned down. But, hey, they threw it out there. Hey, we offered him money. We offered him over 200 mil. Yeah, he said no, but, hey, we offered it. It must be nice. Must be nice. And yes, I'm saying that as an A's fan who's just hoping my team stays in the Bay Area. We're going to take a quick break and come on back. We can get to some more Aaron Judge talk, if you would like, at 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. We're going to look ahead this next segment to Week 13, some of the matchups. Break down 49ers taking on the Miami Dolphins at Levi Stadium. We're going to have all that pre- and post-game coverage here for you on 95.7 The Game. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This is the pregame show with Joe Spadoni, 95.7 The Game. Now, back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. Welcome back. This is the pregame show, Joe Spadoni, on 95.7 The Game. Bill Collins Friday, for those of you who observe. We got Warriors tonight. Chase Center, tip-off 7 o'clock coverage here, Warriors Live, 6 o'clock with John Dickinson, leading you up to Tim Roy, who's got the call. Warriors looking to get back track after losing to the Dallas Mavericks a couple nights ago. Dallas Mavericks, the only NBA game... Played last night, they lose to the Detroit Pistons, night-night, 
They are not having a great year, both of those teams, but more specifically the Dallas Mavericks, who were in the Western Conference Finals last year. They are struggling. And Adam Silver was like, listen, we can put one game up, but I am not going head-to-head against Thursday Night Football. I'm not even going to just try. Eh, you know what? Kudos to him. Because most, almost everyone is probably watching that Thursday Night game. Bills defeat the Patriots 24-10. They improve to 9-3. and Patriots fall to 6-6. Six and six. And let's take a look around the league here. At 888-957-9570, Xfinity Mobile Text Line. What's uh, what's the matchup you're most intrigued by in the NFL in Week 13? Let me know. Could be, obviously, most of you are 49ers fans. I'm talking to the Bay Area, of course. But I'm also talking to the world. Because you know you could download that Odyssey app, Favorite 95.7 The Game, and listen to your boy Spadoni, 5 a.m. to 6 a.m., Monday through Friday, from anywhere on the globe. Shout out to those of you in Greenland, Iceland, my Scandinavian countries, the Swedes, the Belgians. Sorry, you guys got knocked out. Tough. Lukaku's got to finish. Shout out World Cup. By the way, crazy action in the World Cup yesterday, for those of you that care. But Germany, they're gone. Spain, for a couple minutes, looked like they were out. And Costa Rica and Japan advancing. And again, huge matchup for the U.S. men's national team tomorrow morning against the Netherlands, 7 a.m. Pacific time. Wake up bright and early, get some coffee. You're not going to want to miss that one, folks. But we're talking week 13 in the NFL. And there are a lot of interesting matchups happening around. And not just here in Bay at Levi Stadium this Sunday. We got early morning. Not a lot early morning, but, you know, I'll take Commanders-Giants. That's a huge matchup as far as concerns the 49ers because I'm of the mindset that you would much rather face, and currently I believe you are if the season ended today, which it doesn't, but you would be hosting the New York Giants, Daniel Jones, and I would feel so confident of this 49ers team just maybe not smashing because the Giants have a good defense. But they would they would control that game against the New York Giants. And the team that the Giants are playing this week in the Washington Commanders, they kind of scare me. I'm not going to lie. Taylor Heineke plays with swag. Real swag, not that fake Kirk Cousins swag. Heineke's got real swag. The on-the-field antics when he gets the first down... You remember when they finally defeated the Philadelphia Eagles, their division rival, and who was it? Graham roughed the uh, quarterback, and Heineke was celebrating right after it because he knew he had just won the game. Oh, it's hilarious. So they're for real. That defense is for real. Chase Young's coming back. Jonathan Allen, Scary Terry. They have players. Ron Rivera, he knows how to get it done late in the season. He's coached a team to a Super Bowl. He knows what he's doing. So I'm circling that game. I'm obviously circling 49ers-Dolphins. And again, we'll have all that pre- and post-game coverage here and all the coverage leading up to that game right here on 95.7 The Game. It's a big one. I think it's more big for Mike McDaniel, though, than it is for Kyle Shanahan. It's an AFC opponent if they lose it's not the end of the world but you would sure like to win this game because it's one of the bigger tests you have faced all season probably the second biggest only to the chiefs who as you know took you to the woodshed so would you like somewhat of a redemption and this is one of the better offenses in the league if not the best it's your protege you're seeing jeff wilson jr raheem mostert you're seeing some of these old players that you used to coach so it's exciting. It's an exciting time on Levi at Levi's this Sunday. It's the second of three straight home games for the 49ers. They're loving being at home during the holidays. And it doesn't get any easier for the 49ers in this schedule. And if you were able to win this one, I'd feel great about your chances against the Bucks next week. 
That'll be a body bag type game, like Bonte likes to say. By the way, it'll be Bonte Hill and Allen Styles in for Joe Shasky. They're coming up in about, oh, T-minus 23 minutes. They're fired up. Judge Watch, Niners-Dolphins, Warriors play tonight. There's so much to get into. Allen Styles, just sampling every show. He was on with Damon yesterday. Caught him with Steve Kerr. Always great to hear from Steve Kerr. We'll play some of his sound a little later in the program. But Al Styles in for Joe Shasky, and he'll be joining Bonte Hill at the top of the hour. And right now on the pregame show, Joe Spadoni, we are discussing Week 13 matchups. The matchup you are looking for at 888 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570, Xfinity Mobile text line from the 408 Raiders Chargers. That's a good one. Raiders won this one. They're 5-7. and seven. They get the Rams next week on a short week, Thursday night football. They have a good chance to improve to 6-7 and seven before taking on the Patriots, who are clearly in shambles. And then, hell, you win that game, you get to 7-7, seven and seven, and then your three remaining games, Steelers on the road on Christmas Eve, winnable, 8-7, and seven. And then all of a sudden, January 1st, New Year's Day, hosting the 49ers, that could be for something real. Like, we were circling this game early on before the season. Niners, Raiders, New Year's Day, let's go. And then Raiders just stunk for most of this season. They still do stink. I don't believe in them just yet. You don't have me fooled yet. I'm Two overtime wins are nice. It was a nice win last week. Josh Jacobs, he's a beast. Practice yesterday, by the way, those of you who have him in fantasy. He was limited, but he practiced. That's important. But if they win this week against their division rival Chargers, who are also equally banged up, they got a shot. Slim, but they have a shot. And getting guys like Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller potentially back next week, then pair him with Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs, You got something cooking. You got something cooking. We're talking week 13 NFL matchups. What's the one that you have circled? 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570. From the 530, how about Sarah playing St. John Bosco next weekend for the California State Championship? Shout out Sarah High School, the Fighting Tom Brady's. Good luck. Be tough. I believe in you. St. John Bosco, what, are they number one in the nation? Definitely number one in the state. It's going to be tough. But I always pull for the Bay Area teams. Always. Another sneaky matchup around the league. Chiefs Bengals. Remember them playing in the AFC Championship just earlier this, this year? I thought the Chiefs were rolling, and they were. They had a chance to put that team away. They turn it over in the red zone when they were going for that kill shot. Let Joey Burrow hang around. T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, those guys. And they came back firing in the second half. And I just remember, oh, the Chiefs get the ball first in overtime. Ugh, gross. And then Mahomes threw a pick. That was all she wrote. Chase McLaughlin. Night-night. And I remember Niners fans, we were we were pumped. Right, Niner Nation? You guys were pumped. Oh, Bengals? This could be like another rematch. Of the previous two times, we've already beaten them in the Super Bowl. It's all lining up. We don't get to play the Chiefs? Because you were scared of the Chiefs. Bengals? Oh, we could beat the Bengals. And you had another 10-point lead. NFC Championship. Gone. So, week 13, NFL matchups. Not the sexiest week, but there's some games. And especially if you're in fantasy, this is a massive week. Massive. I didn't have, it's a rarity when you have no one. And I had this in a couple leagues. I had no one on my team playing last night, Thursday Night Football. No one going against me had anyone. So I didn't face any Diggs or Josh Allens or. Dawson Knox's, any of those guys. It's nice. 
That was nice. We got one more segment coming up here for you before tossing over to the morning roast. We're going to hear a little bit from Steve Kerr, what he had to say. Warriors face the Bulls tonight at Chase Chase Center. Tip-off at 7 o'clock. Warriors live here at 6. John Dickinson getting you ready for the game. And he'll take your calls after it as well. This is a Phil Collins Friday. One more segment coming up here on the pregame show with Joe Spadoni. 95.7 The Game. The pregame show on 95.7 The Game. Welcome back. This is the pregame show with Joe Spadoni on 95.7 The Game. Phil Collins Friday for all of those who observe. Got one more segment here before tossing it over to the morning roast. We've been doing some Aaron Judge watch. Did a little week 13 preview around the NFL. Don't forget, the Golden State Warriors take on the Chicago Bulls tonight at Chase Center. Coverage here starts 6 o'clock Pacific time with John Dickinson, Warriors Live. Before tossing it over to Tim Roy. And this is a game, perfect get-back game, if you're the Warriors, who let one slip away in Dallas a couple nights ago. And they have a chance, I think, to go on a little bit of a run. You just start looking at that schedule. You got Bulls. And then you got the Rockets tomorrow at 5.30. Monday, Piston, uh, Pacers, that is. So you're not playing some great teams. Jazz again, who you handled on Wednesday. Then next Saturday, can't wait for this one. That's going to be a prime time on Saturday. Warriors hosting the Celtics. Finals rematch. Ooh. Celtics are playing well. Playing very well. I think they lost. I think they were undefeated at home, if I'm not mistaken, in the month of November. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. They're going to get Williams back at one point. It's a scary team. It's scary when your best offensive and defensive players are one and the same. They're two-way when you go to Tatum and Brown. And remember, there was some turmoil around that team, too, before the season started. They're leaking Jalen Brown potentially as a trade target. They wanted to acquire Kevin Durant. They were sniffing around there. Jalen Brown was like, I don't like that. My feelings are hurt. I understand. Like, I was just the best player on the court for my team during the finals, and this is what you're going to do to me. And looks like everything's going all right in Boston. The prince and princess were there yesterday, right? William and Kate? (sighs) Could not care less. The head coach had some funny comments after, though. Missoula, right? Missoula? Or is that for Montana? That was right. He's a paisan. Joe Missoula, current coach for the Boston Celtics, who took over for Ime Udoka. Don't even forget about that guy. Had the inner office affair. They moved on from him. And they're not looking back. So excited for that matchup for the Warriors next week at Chase Center. But we're getting you ready for the Bulls and the Warriors who play tonight. And Steve Kerr, who joined Damon and Rado yesterday, it was actually Damon and Alan Stiles. He had some interesting thoughts on the travel calls, not only during that Dallas matchup, but just throughout the league. This season, there were ten travels called in that game. Um, Got to be the most by far of any game I've ever been involved in. Um, player, coach, GM, whatever. Like even collegiately, uh, right? Yeah, even collegiately. But on tape, all seven of ours were were definitely travels. Um, there was one on Dallas that I did not think was a travel. Luca had a, a move in the lane that looked a little funny, but it wasn't a travel. 
But there were also five or six other plays in the game that were definitely travels, including, you know, when Luca carries the ball on the post when he's backing you down and he puts the, his hand all the way underneath the ball. Like, that's, you know, that's a travel. If, if you're going to enforce all this stuff, and you got to enforce it all, especially if you're going to call the one on step at the end with the game on the line when it's a tiny little shuffle. You know me. I'm Mr. Travel. I'm all for enforcing traveling, but it just has to be done all the time, and it can't just be sort of selective in a way. I agree with Steve. If you're going to call it, call it all the time. Problem is, if you're going to call it all the time, the game's going to look awful for the consumer, and it's going to ruin the flow of the game. These guys travel constantly. They just do. And it is so hard for these referees to keep up with it. And we saw it in that Mavericks-Warriors game. It just is a bad product overall. And it took a really fun game, potentially. And there was. There was big shots from both teams. Just, come on. Let's just use some common sense here. Time and place for everything. And yes, we understand we want to get the calls right. But it's the same with holding in the NFL Happens every single play. But they can't call it every single play. Although it seems like when it's going against your team, it feels like hell almost is every single play. But if they call it every single play, it's gonna the product's gonna be horrible. We won't even get to play the game. It'll be first and thirty before you know it. So I understand the frustration from head coach Steve Kerr. And he talked more about the traveling calls. Jordan Poole has been called for, uh, I would guess, seven or eight palming violations over the last month, you know, since the uh, league decided to uh, really enforce all this stuff. And if that's the case, then, you know, we got to call it on, on everybody. And that, that's my only beef, is that these things are happening a lot. We, we got called for a bunch of them. I have no problem with it. Like I said, a rule is a rule, but let's just be consistent. That's all I ask. Let's be consistent. Better said than done when it comes to referees in sports these days. We got a couple minutes for here. A couple minutes before we toss it over to the morning roast. Alan Styles in for Joe Shasky. He'll be joining Bonta Hill. I know they're fired up. There is an awful lot of topics to get into. We've been talking Aaron Judge. We've been talking Warriors. We've been talking Dolphins, Niners. It's a fun time in the Bay right now. There's a lot to talk about. As Alan Styles joins me for a little crosstalk. Alan, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. I'm good, All Joe. Right. Good, good to get to be a part of the you know the pregame show. I you know you asked for Starbucks this morning. I I was I told Sam I was so tempted to say I thought you only eat spadonuts. Uh, that's not bad. Know, I, that's I decided a, that's a three. to keep that one to myself. Coffee and spadonuts. You got to dip go. it in there. There, <laughs> there you go. go. They're trying to get some merch. Shout out 957thegameshop.com. Right. Am I right? <laughs> right? Trying to get it done here. Yeah. Alan, you're all over the place. You were with Damon yesterday. Yeah, man. The morning roast. Mm-hmm. I remember when we did a show together. Like it was a couple months ago. It right. seems like a while ago when you were doing this remote uh, pregame show, and I felt so bad because it was just me here at the station, and you definitely threw to me for, like, uh, you was like, Spadoni, what do you think? I definitely wasn't in the back room, right, and there's right. dead air, and like, all right, anyways, yeah, I was like, yeah. I will never forget that. I still feel so bad no, about no, that no. Yeah, You know what? You got you to gotta double check, but there was no <laughs> way. It was, it was a tough time, but we're here now. We're, we're here, here now. now. We're here now. And, um, you're a big Giants fan, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. What is your sense on Aaron Judge coming to the Giants? They were talking 50-50 now, mm-hmm. if you're asking John Morosi of MLB Network. Right. He's saying and he's hearing that it's 50-50 between the Giants and the Yankees. Ultimately, what do you think happens? Well, first of all, the whole John Morosi thing, to me, it's interesting. 50-50. So... so there's no way he can be wrong, right? <laughs> Unless I guess a, a suitor, a, a silent suitor comes out of nowhere. Maybe the Mets, and yeah. I and I think that's the main thing. There's no way Aaron Judge in a in a a sport with no cap. There's no way Aaron Judge is only getting offers from the Giants and the Yankees. So number one, the question is, who else is out there that nobody is talking about? But number two, this report that came out a couple days ago, three hundred million for eight years. If that's if that's the start, it's it's interesting because I feel like we don't typically see something like this play out in the open, right? It's a, like a bidding war. So the Giants are going to say we'll go three twenty, three twenty, three twenty, and then the Yankees are going to say three forty. That that's what is so 
different than than yes. what we normally see. But in terms of what I think Aaron Judge is going to do, ultimately, it's going to come down to the Brinks truck, and it's going to come down to how much he cares about winning right now. Because if we're being completely honest, the Giants they need they need pieces. I mean. They had up on the MLB network what the what the lineup would be if Aaron Judge entered. And to me, it, even if he's in the lineup as your two hitter, they had Jock Peterson hitting three. Yeah, that that you're still probably finishing third in the division. The Padres are going to get Tatis back, so you're probably going to finish third, maybe second. The the Dodgers aren't going anywhere, but then you have the Yankees who. They've kind of hit their seal. It seems like every season we watch the same thing with the Yankees. They ball out in the regular season, get to the playoffs. Where's the pitching? We can't hit a curveball and we lose to the Astros and yes. then they're done. So yep. if I think the, I think that's the hope that we have with Aaron Judge because if you're running it back with the Yankees, what are you running it back to do? You, they've literally done this for the last three, four years. It's a good point. No, it's an absolutely good point. And I guess the only thing you would say is, hey, he grew up with that organization. It's mm-hmm. the New York freaking Yankees. It's the like, Yankees. There's yeah. no bigger team. I was saying it like, say what you will about baseball, and it's it's probably the third sport now. Most people would say mm-hmm. you got football, basketball, now baseball. But it's America's pastime, and it's yeah. the Yankees. That is the team that is associated with America. Right. And it's a big deal to put on those pinstripes. At the same time, playing for your, it's not hometown, but the team you grew up rooting for it's a big deal too so it's going to be interesting to see how it all shakes out uh real quick i know you've been doing overtime you guys have been killing it you and kyle appreciate niners you. yeah niners dolphins this week and what do you make of mike mcdaniel and tua this season because i feel like this is a guy who was broken that is mm-hmm. the Tua that is coming into the season and he just looks revitalized yeah, it's crazy how, you know, we, we all need a little confidence boost every now yes. and then, Joe. I know, I know your wife does it for you. My wife, <laughs> my wife does it for me yeah, as well. Confidence booster. Well, you know, breaking balls is another term, but uh, yes, you know, but, but, but if you ever really needed it, you know yes. that they're there yes. for you. And I think, you know, Tua needed somebody to just build him up because he comes into Alabama, right? Replaces Jalen Hurts. This guy's going to be the man. And for some odd reason, it, I don't know if it's because he's left-handed. I don't know if it's because he's smaller, but people just decided this, this guy can't throw. That, that's what's crazy about sports these days. You get one viral clip of Tua throwing a duck, and all of a sudden people are calling him Tim Tebow, right? <laughs> and, and he was always a good player. Does he have the strongest arm in the world? Probably not. But, I mean, Jamarcus Russell, we all know the story. You, We both from know his, the story. From his knees, from Alan. From his knees. From, from his, his knees. knees. So, you know, I, I just think Tua needed... Oh, wow, I didn't hit anything. I promise. Sam back there, did you hit anything? That's all that matters. Go ahead. So, (laughs) you know, so I think Tua just needed somebody to build him up. We're good, Sam, don't worry. And that's exactly what he's getting now. And I just think it's really interesting how nowadays these coaches are able to come in and build offenses based on their personnel. It's no more, you don't fit my system. It's, I'm going to build a system that fits you. Absolutely, absolutely. That's Alan Stiles. He's filling in for Joe Shasky, Bonte Hill. They're all coming up next on the Morning Roast. It's good to talk to you, Alan. Good to be with you. All right, man. Morning Roast next, 95.7 The Game.